When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I had to go about it, write it out and find it myself And there's some stories I can tell you it's with a heavy heart that I say it's the final version of the Pakistan Daily on the final word. I'm Adam Collins, he's Jeff Lemon. An historic series, a brilliant finish. Jeff, tell us about it in 30 seconds. None for 73 when Pakistan resumed this morning chasing 351. Abdullah Shafiq out early. Cameron Green uh, got a wicket caught behind. Uh, Azhar Ali went controversially. Only two wickets though in the long, long first session after lunch. They might be going for it. Two for 142 and then the big wicket, Imam al-Haq, goes. Mm. They go through till after tea. Well, a couple go quickly. Cummins gets forward Alam, then Mohammad Rizwan. After tea, it's Barbara Azam. Can he hang on? No, he can't. Nathan Lyon provides a catch to Steve Smith at slip. The rest fall away quickly. They lose by 115. 15. 235 they got bowled out for. Nicely done. Hey, let's start with the Nathan Lyon loving, I think. Pfeiffer. Five for 83. But, I mean, forget about the figures. The way he bowled today, we know that Nathan has had well-documented issues bowling in the fourth innings recently. Occasionally unlucky. Probably sometimes the pressure got to him, although I'm sure he'd never admit it. This has been going on for a couple of years now. Mm -hmm. Probably since Headingley 2019, if we want to yep. pinpoint the turning point in his career. To bowl Australia to victory tonight, they needed all 10 wickets. They didn't get any last night. He got half of them. As a spinner must in those situations, but he gave himself, I don't know, 15 chances to take wickets mm. today. He landed the ball so consistently in that vital piece of rough. He bowled with flight. He varied his speed. There was the Nathan Lyon dip that we love so dearly. Mm -hmm. mm, um, delicious. I mean, Yum. if that... It's within the realms of possibility that's the last time he wins a test match for Australia like that, right? Like, you know, any player at that age, yeah. who knows when it ends? It's been a great, great ride. If that is the last time that he runs through a team on the last day, what a way to do it, to secure a series victory over here against all the odds. And by that, I mean not in this test match, but just like how tough it was for a team to win, to manufacture a victory from where they were two and a bit days ago. Um, enormous credit to Lyon. I'm so pleased for him. In, in terms of, look, there's a perception of Nathan Lyon that he hasn't bowled Australia to victories in the fourth inning people saying 107 test matches etc yeah. I had a look at this and just tried to jog my memory on it all in all because it's only half the test matches he's played where he's even bowled in the fourth innings Australia's so he's bowled 50 times in the fourth innings Australia's won 30 of those matches of the ones they haven't won a lot of them are like a team chasing 42 or something like that where you're not going to win so out of the games where he actually could conceivably have won a match for Australia there have been 11 so he hasn't right. bowled Australia to victory seven times and he has done four times uh, so you know the criticism is potentially valid that there have been a few times when it hasn't happened. This is more but recently, it is, isn't it? It is a few times. Yeah. It's literally... And one of those is the South Africa one where Matthew Wade dropped all the catches way back when. Sure. And then there are the few recently, you know, Headingley, Sydney, Sydney, Brisbane, uh, etc. So that, that stacks up. That makes seven to four, which it's not an awesome ratio, but it's also not a terrible ratio. So that's four different times in the fourth innings where he's taken five wickets or more and bowled Australia to victory. Birmingham in the Ashes, uh, the Adelaide. New Zealand game at Sydney, Adelaide against India, and this one here. Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's really a modern thing. He bowled really well in the fourth innings, I thought, between 2014 and 2019. It's just kind of, the, I'm not saying it's the tail end of his career, but this most recent stretch of his career when it's been a bother. So, yeah, I, I reckon it would have been a tough night's sleep for him knowing that if he had of 
not cleared the hurdle today. That's poor way of articulating it. If it didn't go well today, there probably would be questions asked about uh, where he would fit mm-hmm. in the Australian team away from home into the future. But answers critics and all the rest of it, bowls splendidly, and, and there he goes. Down the other end, Pat Cummins goes bang, bang after lunch, one of three wickets to fall in that flurry. Um, forward alarm, dreadful review, tantrum when he's given out on DRS. Uh inexplicably really I don't know why he reviewed and that surely was the reason why mm. Mohamed Rizwan didn't review and in that calamitous 10 minutes or so after Cummins brought himself back into the attack that's when the test match was lost for Pakistan forward alarm shouldn't have reviewed mm. Mohamed Rizwan had to review but didn't because only had one left how often do you see it perfect storm basically forward alarm sees what he thinks is a cutter that's going to go away he sees Cummins roll his fingers over the ball misses him and hits the pad and he says well maybe it's missing off stump it didn't move on, on the DRS on the ball tracking it went straight yeah. on hence his strop he was like ball tracking isn't accurate blah 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 the ball tracking tracked the ball off the pitch into the pad going straight so sorry but it was going there, straight there, there's absolutely no dramas with <laughs> yeah. ball tracking there uh, no. you know him misreading it off the pitch yes that happens right that that's happens. cricket and then the other thing that happens is when Rizwan gets smashed literally on the toe and I mean full on the full on the toe most umpires are getting an itchy trigger finger at that point anyway he's falling over outside the line of his off stump and so his movement takes him outside off it l- makes it look like the ball's hooped in even more than yeah. it has the umpire thinks it's hit in line Rizwan doesn't know all he knows is he's been smashed on the foot and that's not usually good and Barbara's is standing off to the, the right of the umpire and has to gauge the line and says, let's not burn our last review on one that's hit you on the foot, presumably in front of off stump. It hasn't hit him in front of off stump. It's hit him a few inches outside off stump. So he would have been reprieved if he had yep. reviewed, didn't because they'd already used two. Um, and, and, you know, they, they didn't have a good run with the reviews, put it that way. Yeah, and the wheels are off by that stage. There was some brief resistance after T. There was 46 put on between Barbara Azam and Sajid Khan coming in at number seven, mm. at least one spot too high. But then Lyon again. Again, caught by Smith, who'd put down chances through the series. Snaffle's a, a crucial mm. one, not only because it was Barbara's arm, but because of the four or five overs that Pakistan had after tea. They had belief, especially when Barbara was striking boundaries. They're thinking, well, OK, maybe this could be the kind of afternoon where we get settled, where two guys can bat for a couple of hours and we can salvage this. But instead, um, it's Smith moving fast to his left. A lot of scrutiny uh, over him at first slip from the spinners, especially in recent days and recent weeks. And when it mattered most, uh, there he was, and that's the sign of a of a serious champion cricketer, which which Smith clearly is. And, and likewise, Lyon for finding that uh, you know, a bit of natural mm. variation, I suppose, one going straight out of the same footmarks to Barbara's arm. It was always going to take something special to get him. It always does, uh, and so it was. And, and from there, it was all over in about forty five minutes. Yeah, it didn't take long from that point. Uh, particularly notable with the Smith catch that it was off the spinner to his left and low, exactly yep. where all of the others have gone past him off the spinners in this series. Snared it just above the turf. Beautiful take, really. And and that was evidence of Lyons' quality that he was able to get the best player in the opposition out as well. So Cummins gets it right with the ball. We've re- remarked upon that already. And by the way, at the end, I mean, we'll jump to the end first and say that I love him giving Mitch Schwepson the chance to finish the test match when Pakistan are nine down. Yeah. Doesn't work in the first day. They did nothing wrong, really. But goes, actually, boys, I'm just going to take my baggy green off. Pat's turn. One ball, <laughs> Nassim Shah loses. Was it leg in middle or off a yeah, middle? I was calling. Middle, it was I hard think. to tell from where I was which stumps that were out. But either way, it was a, a beautiful piece of bowling, splayed on the turf, and yep. what an emphatic way to win the series. But go back to the start of the day. Okay. I think the most impressive part of captaincy, sorry, the most impressive part of what Cummins did as captain today mm. was 
well, how he used and didn't use Stark, but how he used Cameron Green off the top. Now, Green yesterday was generating a bit of movement and Stark wasn't. Mm -hmm. And he said, you know what? Instead of going with Stark early on when the ball's only 27 overs old, I'm going to go to the other guy, bowls three booming in-swingers, and then gets one to kiss the pitch and go the other way, mm-hmm. hits Shafiq's edge and caught by Alex Carey in the fourth over of the day. Shafiq and just looked- in that weak spot that Shafiq's got where he likes to fend at balls back of a length just yep. outside off, the one that Cummins got in, in Karachi that exactly. was edged to slip and dropped was exactly the same spot, pushed at the same ball gone the same way. I would have thought 99 times out of 100, it's Cummins and Stark starting. But Mm -hmm. again, you know... Cummins has got the Midas touch at the moment as captain. He had it mm. all summer against England. Whenever he made a bowling change, seemingly it resulted in a wicket. Well, that was bang on with Green. And then Green was barely sighted after that. You know, he, he he played his role, got the wicket, and in comes the spinner rotation. And they're patient with line. They let him bowl a marathon spell from our Waka Yunus end here. Mm. It, you know, backing lines who do what he needed to do while rotating the bowlers from the pavilion end and you know yes they only got two in the first session the second one was the most controversial of the day perhaps we should turn to that now that was Lyons first through Azarali technology so much pressure on poor old uh, third umpire Asif Yakub only standing in his second game or upstairs for his second game I know we bang on this a lot but please let this be the catalyst for specialist TV umpires I don't think he did anything wrong I just don't think he he was backed into a corner what what could he do like he couldn't sort of overturn the spike and go well I just don't think it was something else he he was put in a parlour situation where did Azarelli hit it who bloody knows so who knows the way it pans out if you didn't see it Azarelli plays a sweep shot into the pad pops up to slip umpire says not out so it wasn't even that big an appeal. The, the, you know, the Australians were like, yeah. Smith was and pretty Smith, keen on it. Yeah. Smith likes it. All right. Smith likes it because he hasn't taken a slip sketch all series and, and he wants to get one. So what Smith wants, Smith gets. He's the guy who walks off when it starts raining and <laughs> walks off two minutes before the tea break. I, I think more yeah. of them than Smith liked it, but I like your narrative. Continue. Yeah, look, you know, it's all about spinning the narrative. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. They go to DRS and what you have is before the ball passes the bat, there's that little bit of wobbly background noise stuff. And as it passes the bat there's a little bobble and then there are more bobbles after it passes the bat and somehow one of those bobbles is supposed to be the ball hitting the bat I don't think it was just from what I've seen in terms of how sound waves work and how the visual representation of sound works when you get ball on bat there's almost always an actual spike and the reason it's described as a spike is it's a little pokey line that goes up and down because it's a sharp sound even if it's a tiny nick there's a little sharp bit and this wasn't sharp this was a broader sort of thing that usually indicates background noise his back knees on the turf pads scraping along the turf could be any of these things and so I think someone who actually was trained in reading sound graphs would say that's probably not bad on ball but the third umpire is screwed if the third umpire says no then screenshots of that go up on social media across the world with the bobble on the thing the ball next to the bat and they say why did this guy give the wrong decision we didn't give the wrong decision but he had to overturn the umpires not out and that's where I think he probably did make the wrong call there wasn't enough on that to overturn not out yeah it's it's six and one and well this is it it's six and one and you know as usual the the loudest voices on Twitter you can ignore all of those I mean he was in an impossible situation because by sheer coincidence the ball is right next to the edge when that bobble's there and when that rumble you might want to call it is there he really didn't have a choice so yeah our point on radio and we'll continue banging away that we need people interpreting the technology mm-hmm. who have been doing it for a lifetime not guys who yep. are fabulous umpires I'm sure Asif Yacoub's a great umpire yep. otherwise why would he be in this job for a test match yeah. let him be in the middle uh-huh. uh, and let uh, you know a group of umpires sit in a bunker in Dubai yeah. where they do all international cricket it'll lower 
emissions as well. It'll mean there's consistency with the interpretation of technology. If we know who these eight or 12 people are, there will be a consistency of purpose around decisions mm -hmm. being made. We will know if in a situation like that, if they don't give it out, mm -hmm. they'll explain to us why, yes. and it'll be the same third umpire next time making the decision, and we'll know why they've made it the same way and again. there'll be consistency there. And, and the other part of it is that there are technicians who know how to run this stuff, who are not umpires, they're not the TV directors. Uh, part of what was happening on that TV broadcast was the third umpire was trying to get uh, a part of the sound graph, I think, after the ball had gone past, or before, and couldn't get it. He kept asking the TV director to show me frames before or after what you're showing me, and didn't get shown those frames. Right. And thus couldn't make a comparison that there was already disturbance on the line. But there were other bits of disturbance on the line, even in the bit that we saw. So yeah, third umpire couldn't have done anything else really, but I think that was probably not out, um, and I think had Azhar Ali been able to bat on, maybe Pakistan get in a better position. Yep. Most likely they end up getting bowled out anyway, but who knows? Yeah, I think when Imam got out, it was the real turning point, wasn't it? He yep. made 70 really good runs. Mm. Really pumped for him, you know. The twin tied the spin Kimmy, really well, like came out of the crease to get to get into the footmarks. Like yep. you know, that's not easy to do. But also stayed back. So Lyon was bowling outside his leg stump and getting it to yep. jump, and he was hanging right back and dropping those balls down with the softest hands, and then coming down the pitch to 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 get to the pitch of the ball. Like he was doing everything right. And I admired Lyon, by the way, bowling over the wicket for long stretches of time to the left-handers and kind of picking his side of the wicket almost. Going no, no, no. Right or left, I'm yep. going to aim at that footmark right there, mm. and I'm going to be a handful whether you're a left-hander or a right-hander. So, yeah. you know, credit to line for the dismissal inside edge onto the pad. Uh, DRS gave that one out as well. But, yeah, it was a... And, and of course, Imam shouldn't have reviewed because that would have given Rizwan a review yeah. um, to probably use rather than uh, elect not to go upstairs. But it was all a bit shambolic from Pakistan in the end. Yeah. All out for 235. They lose by 115 runs. They were a better team than that overall to lose 1-0 and to lose not heavily but comfortably mm. on the final day. Uh, they'll be gutted to take it all the way to the 45th session uh, and, and leave with a, a mm -hmm. serious defeat. But credit where it's due. I think under Barbara's arm, they are building something special here. Remembering that Barber's a relatively new captain. Yep. Shaheen and Nassim are a young new ball opening children. pair. They are bowling yeah, they, children. They are bowling children. They will probably have serious injuries in the next five years if what we know about... Or the next five months. ...what fast bowlers are like. And that's okay. You know, we've just got to be patient with these two knowing that their best cricket will come in their mid-20s mm -hmm. as it often will for a fast bowler. Look at Pat Cummins for evidence of that. They've got... They've unearthed a, a gem in, in uh, Abdullah Shafiq and hopefully... Uh, a player who's been excellent in 50-over cricket, Imam Al-Haq, has turned the corner as a test opener. And when they come to Australia next time, they can be competitive in a way that they haven't been the last couple of times they've visited. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I guess we have hoped that and thought that a lot of times with some good players coming in the past, but we, we would like to see that in the future. Definitely. Uh, Hall of Fame. The Hall of Fame. Well, let's put in the Hall of Fame Australia winning a test match in Pakistan for only the fourth, fourth time in history. Fourth time in nine series, going yeah. back to 1956. And the second series win ever for Australia. Yeah. It's the third because they get the series win in 59 they get the one in 98 but 98 is different because they win the first test and they can play out for two draws mm. like this you know this felt like it meant last more gasp. than 98 yeah last yeah. gasp and it's hard to draw a comparison to what was happening in 59 where one of the tests yeah. was played on matting so yeah, this feels like a against the team that banged out 450 in the second innings in yeah. Karachi and batted totally. for two days totally. you're like well maybe they can do it again maybe they'll knock off 350 you know who knows well we, we say the trajectory that Pakistan's on like you know, I wouldn't have said this 12 months ago. I definitely wouldn't have said it two years ago. I reckon this particular Australian team can can vie with India to be the best test team in the world. So mm -hmm. I know they're ranked number one. That doesn't count for an awful lot. I reckon that looking at this World Test Championship cycle, they're top of that too. I wouldn't be surprised if it's Australia-India in the final in 
what is it, 12 or 15 months' time. Uh, yeah, that, that's big bickies and I think that a lot of that has to do with the, the change in leadership and the direction that Cummins provides them with and they've still got some boxes to check but they've got a lot going right at the moment. Hall of Fame uh, Simon Kadich and Buzzard Khan for letting us knock yes. off their Pakistan <laughs> TV vests to, to shoot this in if you're How listening about to everybody, the podcast. Everybody is stealing kit just to put it in perspective. <laughs> so Simon bless him has given his suit to Peter Lawler which fits. Uh, Rob Key's giving me his suits when he gets him back to England. You're getting Casper's suit. You've already got his vest. I've got Simon Simon's vest on I've got, got Buzzard Khan's vest you got Buzzard Khan's vest yeah. on, sorry. I might get that. He's more my size. and um, <laughs> we, You might get Casper's later on. Either way, uh, the TV guys have been brilliant in this series. Uh, they're a great bunch of guys and girls, and um, I'm glad that we were working in such close collaboration with them that they gave us all their kit. Uh, David Warner was one of your Hall of Fame. Oh, David. I just love him. I mean, you know, doing the Hassan Ali celebration in Hassan's face when he's just got out trying to pop Nathan Lyon on the moon, a ball yeah. that hit oh, his we didn't back, even his talk shoulder, about his helmet. Hit his helmet. It hit the underside of the, the, the visor bit on his helmet and then bounced down on his shoulder and then bounced off the back of his bat and then hit his middle stump after he's trying to play a slog sweep when they're eight down, needing to bat out 25 overs to save the test match. He hit a six three balls earlier, I think, over Lyon's head. Yeah, a horrible one as well that he tried <laughs> to hit over long on and it ended up skewing over long off. I mean, Hassan Ali, what's your deal? He's not built for that. No. He's definitely he's built for comfort not for speed as they yeah. say you know, he's built for fun stuff uh-huh. not for tough stuff and yep. well, he bowls long spells but I'm talking mostly about when he's got the bat in hand an entertainer yeah. Hassan Ali and I'm sure he's got a good relationship with Warner which is why Warner can take the piss like mm. that but yes immediately a nomination for, for Warner who he didn't have a massive influence on this series three half centuries but he made never quick really, runs in the first inning in the second innings really when they needed him dom- batted really well yesterday but yeah. I guess my point is we'll still remember his contribution because he was always part of it mm. every day of the series but I'm sure people will go oh Warner second innings 50 you know no. blah 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 that helped it, a lot. it was an important 50 he made it quickly he got Australia into the position to declare uh, just on that by the way when we woke up this morning goodness me how was Twitter getting stuck in the Pat Cummins every second tweet you read was saying oh why didn't they bat Pakistan out of the game why didn't they bat harder because dangling the carrot one of them to declare on like day three in Karachi yeah but dangling the carrot if they had to set Pakistan anymore Azarali isn't playing that sweep shot and getting caught before lunch I mean they needed to let Pakistan believe they could win on day five in order to if it just created one chance it was worth it batting Pakistan out of the game could easily have ended up like Karachi last week so Mm. the fact that even at the start of the final session they hit five boundaries in about quarter of an hour they were still feasibly in the test match that couldn't have possibly happened had they set you know four or five hundred so that's the counterbalance to all the counterpoints to all of the noise around why didn't they bat harder and all the criticism of Pat Cummins I I would caution people on questioning his tactical brain based on the evidence of the eight tests that he's been in charge for uh, so far after the last few months he deserves a fair bit of leeway I reckon Uh, my my Hall of Fame which is also slightly an anti-Hall of Fame was Mitchell Swepson deep mid-wicket boundary (laughs) Shane Afridi when they're eight down and, and about to be nine down and he plays a big slog sweep out there swept and takes a good catch turns around to the crowd he's just seen Warner do the Hassan Ali he decides to do it himself uh, this one throws the arms out I don't think he did the finger to the lips thing but did the arms to the crowd and I was just sort of thought mm, two for 268 was it across four <laughs> innings champ maybe put it away maybe uh, maybe this isn't the time for you to be being at a least, smug asshole at least he made a contribution on the final day good safe catch to complete Lions five wicket haul and that's mm. probably my last bit uh, the way that Lyons celebrated this five-wicket haul. He's played 108 test matches now. I've watched 
well, all of them in mm. one way or another, most of them very closely. I've never seen him respond like that. That was a, an emotional response from him, probably built up by what we were discussing before about mm-hmm. recent fifth day records and fourth innings records. And it was that, you know, that, that, that release of energy that the job is nearly done. He's done what was required of him. Yeah, I love that. Good mm-hmm. on him. Yeah, I do. I do worry about Swepson. Though. Having seen a Australian second spinners get chewed up and spat out from tours yeah. to Asia, you know, where, do, where does it leave him after being very ineffective throughout this series? Got to back him in Sri Lanka where it will be more... Congi- they're playing both those test matches in Gaul. Jeff, you were at Gaul five mm-hmm. years ago, six years ago. <laughs> Roland Garrosh. Roland Garrosh, <laughs> Thomas Muster at one end and Mitch Swepson at the other, yeah. please. Uh, they've got to play Swepson in Sri Lanka. Stay the course. I know this hasn't worked out well for him here. Got to stay the course. If they need to play three spinners, mm. so be it. I doubt they will. Yeah. But don't, like, don't twist on this guy. I would just love to see Australian selectors play a spinner who is from Australia in Australia sometimes, you know, rather than just saying the only places you get to bowl are in Asian conditions against Asian teams who know how to play spin in their conditions. At, at least we know they're playing two more test matches in Sri Lanka and based on the, the reporting we saw out of Sri Lanka in the last yep. couple of days, there was no sure thing. So that's good news. And that will be uh, where we leave the final word, Pakistan Daily. Thank you everybody for listening and for, so I scratch my nose again, watching on YouTube and for your comments on social media and for sharing the show and for being ever so pleasant about what we've been trying to do which is Mm. um, cover a series that meant a tremendous amount to both of us Uh, it's been played in great spirit it's been covered in great spirit thank you to our colleagues from the Pakistan Media Pack to everybody who's been just wonderful in welcoming us you know taking us out for dinner and for lunch and for making everything so easy for us on a tour that could have been hard but wasn't Um, I can't wait to return I know you feel the same way I know the half a dozen Australian journos who came out for this series we're all going to come back we're all going to be effectively ambassadors for our colleagues to to join us on future tours yeah I think all of that is exactly spot on we're very grateful for everything Uh, and it's been a pleasure to be here by the way he's as, as as we depart here's Pete Lawler he's got Simon's jacket on that we mentioned before and Tommy Decent from the <laughs> Herald and the Age they've both done their work on the newspaper let's get them all in Brat Sunderason and Mel Farrell this is the complete Australian pack of get in here. those who've been writing about the game this will be really exciting <laughs> if you're listening to audio and, um, and Taha Hashim who's been here from <laughs> Wisden writing on. about the series as well Come over on. from the UK can't we get on mic too you can, of course <laughs> no, you can get on mic uh, it's been a brilliant series thanks again everybody for watching and for listening this has been the final word Pakistan Daily we love yous all see you next time Time. Bye. Now Bye. it's time to say Subscribe. goodbye from all our family. Patreon. So you know what I meant. I had to go about it, write it out, and find it myself.